Well, kia ora, hello and welcome to the Coast Vineyard Podcast. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, it's so good to have you listening in. We hope and pray that wherever you may find yourself at today, that the message that you're about to hear would be helpful for your journey of faith. So without further ado, let's get into this week's message. I'm not sure how many of you have read the book of Romans in the Bible. It is such a great book. Like Paul the Apostle, he wrote to the church in Rome. And the first half of it, chapters 1 to 8, it just outlines the good news about Jesus, the gospel. And that even though we are not perfect, that God has made a way through Jesus for us all to be rescued and forgiven and for there to be no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. And that nothing in the whole world can separate us from God's love for us. It's just so good. And then further on in Romans chapter 12, Paul starts talking about what being loved by God and living His way looks like day to day. Just practical living. Living with God's wisdom so we can live our best life. Romans 12, it's one of the best chapters in the whole Bible on how to do life well. And then Paul jumps into what we've labeled Romans 13 and he's talking about submitting to the government authorities. Like, So let me ask you this, how, how does that sit with you in this season where the government have placed a lot of more limitations on what we can do as they manage this health crisis? Oh, you may say, oh, but we should stand up to a, to a government if they're doing things I don't like. You know, civil disobedience. And yeah, there's a point where this is the right thing to do, but like, I'm convinced that our current situation is a long way from that. And, and if, So if you don't agree with things, you can protest in many ways, but Paul is saying, do it in ways that are within the law. Because as it says in Romans 13 verse 5, it is necessary to submit to the authorities. And it's good for you. Try breaking the law and like, see how that goes. Then in Romans chapter 14, Paul addresses a specific challenge. Different ways that people in the church were thinking about food and Sabbath that were having a real impact on people's faith and pushing Christians apart. It really was causing arguments and contempt for one another and being judgmental towards each other. It may sound a little familiar, uh, to our current times. And you know what Paul is saying? He's saying, stop! Like, what are you doing? The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, of peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And then he says, let us make every effort to do what leads to peace and mutual edification. And Paul is writing this to the church in Rome because this is important. The peace and unity of the church is important. You know, in our times, we don't really have issues about food that are robbing people of being at peace with each other. I know that some of you have like big disagreements over like Cadbury's or Whitaker's, Cadbury's or Whitaker's, and I'm not going to tell you which one. I go for because then half of you will go like I don't know if we can still be friends anymore Matt but 
But we do have other issues in this season, don't we, that are causing more people to argue and get angry and break friendships and love for each other. To the point of choosing to have nothing to do with each other. Honestly, this is so, it's tragic and it's horrible and it's so unnecessary for Christians and it's not okay. It's really not okay. We are the people of peace. Well, what has happened to us? I want to tell you what we must do in this time. And I'm passing on the instructions of the Apostle Paul in Romans 14. In verse 3, he says this in chapter 14. Do not have contempt for others that believe something different from you. Because God has accepted them. Do not have contempt for others that believe something different from you. In verse 13 he says, Stop passing judgment on one another. We only have to jump onto Facebook for three seconds and just like anyone says anything related to our, you know, the way this, this anything to do with the health situation of our time, poof, it's like, it's the complete opposite. Judgment every way. And we're being called to stop passing judgment on one another. Verse 15, Paul says, don't do things that destroy someone. Destroy someone for who Christ died for. Don't do things that do that. And then in verse 19, such a great punchline. Let us make every effort to do what leads to peace. Effort. We have to do some work. Not just think happy thoughts. We have to put in some work. We have to restrain ourselves from saying things that destroy peace. I know you've got important things to say, but we have to restrain ourselves from saying things that destroy peace. Verse 22, Paul says, Whatever you believe about these things, just keep between yourself and God. He's saying, don't get it out there. Start arguments that will destroy peace. We have to do some work. We have to make every effort. We have to apologize when we've been mean or insulting or contemptuous. We actually have to apologize. Some of you may be listening to this and you this may hit you. You may have to do this. It's going to be as hard. Well, make every effort to do what leads to peace. We have to think of ways to restore relationships that have broken down over the season. That's going to be hard work. And we need to accept others even though they believe different things in us, just as they are accepted by God. You know, one of Paul's lines of reason in this chapter is that those who are more mature in their faith, they have to do the hardest work. Have to make personal concessions to ensure that as a church we have unity and peace. He says in chapter 15, verse 1, We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. You know, maturity is not about whether you get a vaccine or whether you don't get a vaccine. Maturity is about choosing to love even if it is inconvenient and hard. 
Maturity is de-escalating an emotionally charged conversation, otherwise known as an argument. Even if people still misunderstand you, you don't have to get to the end of an argument. Just dial it back. Maturity is about choosing to be for someone and wanting the best for them, even though they believe something very different than you. That is love. Maturity is about understanding that listening is more loving than talking. Because as Paul says in verse 18, anyone who does these things is pleasing to God and proving your worth to the people around you. So there's some punchy things for us as we kick into this year. Let me tell you about what we're looking to do with church services for term one and just term one. We are so aware that things change uh, and we're not even sure if we'll get to be able to do this because with yesterday the government talking about uh, moving into traffic light red if there's an Omicron outbreak and every country around the world is having Omicron outbreaks. So anyway, as we head into this year, we really do want to start church services again. And we know that however we do this, some of you will be disappointed. And this is just unavoidable because there is no scenario that lines up with what everyone wants. And our decisions have been made with the Apostle Paul's words guiding us. Make every effort to do what leads to peace. So let's start with traffic light orange in turn one. Assuming that we are in orange uh, when we get there in, in February, we'll be starting in-person services again on Sunday, February the 13th, the weekend after the Waitangi day long weekend. And we're going to have a number of options for everyone. We're going to have gatherings at Oriwa College on Sundays at the usual time, 10 a.m. Uh, we will initially have four gathering spaces. Three uh, will be where there are no restrictions on who can attend, but there will be limits on numbers, just in alignment with the COVID traffic light framework. 50 people plus workers, uh, and there's a, yeah, that's, that's what will be in each of those spaces uh, aligned with the, those restrictions. And, uh, and we'll also have one gathering there uh, for people who have health challenges and really need to only be with vaccinated people. At each of those uh, gatherings, there'll be a in-person host, uh, but pre-recorded uh, worship and a pre-recorded video message. The hosts will lead the service, facilitate times of welcome and connecting and updates and prayer and prophecy and, pr and ministry. So that's what that will look like. But because we're all there at the same place at the same time, our children's in year seven to 10 programs, they all they can happen at the same time on site. And the kids from every family from that are in all of those different places uh, can all go to their programs, but they have to go before the service. They can't go to the service and then go. They have to go straight to their rooms. We'll be able to let you know where that'll be similar to what it was last year. Okay, so pre-registering is gonna be needed for all of our service and all of our kids programs uh, but you can also register on arrival if you forget or if you uh, if your plans change but with pre-registering is pretty helpful as you can appreciate because of the um, 
the dynamics around uh, room size, you know, room number restrictions. So, um, so that's orange and uh, green. <laughs> like green feels like a uh, fantasy land, but uh, in green it would look the same, except we can gather in larger numbers. So it's a hundred people plus uh, workers uh, in green. Uh, so. So as well as at Ottawa College Services, we will have some smaller health church gatherings at Sunday at 10 a.m. Um, and also the worship and the message will be available online as it has been for a, a lot of last year uh, or all of last year to be able to be viewed at any time or place uh, through the week. So encourage even informal gatherings, getting together to see what's going on, hanging out. So in red, red is the challenging one again and at this stage we are looking to only have online services if we go back to red so we'll put some information up on our website this coming week and we'll also send out a letter just describing what this will look like i assume many of you will have questions about many of the practical aspects of this and we'll post answers to likely questions on the website uh, this this week coming but as we look at this, it's important to remember some things. That the way people will get sick is if someone passes on a sickness to them. If you feel a little off color, please don't come to our gatherings for the sake of others. Everyone, regardless of vaccination choices, can, can catch and pass on COVID. So the best way to prevent that is to stay home if you feel unwell. That's important. Another thing that's important is to remember that this plan is just for term one. And then we will reassess, see how it's all going. And other thing that we've already talked about is just to remember is that an Omicron COVID outbreak is likely to happen soon. And the Prime Minister said on Thursday that this will push us back into red. So we're hoping that doesn't happen, but it is likely to happen. Let me just finish with this. If you're listening to this and you think like, ah, oh, this doesn't feel right, you know, about what church has decided, well, let's talk. Can we talk? I love talking. I love getting input from people. Um, I've had some great conversations with so many people that, are, you know, from on so many things from so many different angles, and it's just so helpful for me. We did a survey last year uh, to help learn more about, uh, get your thoughts. If you missed that, but you'd love to um, maybe get those questions so you could give some answers to us and some input, then send us an email. Uh, to probably at, uh, either to matt at coast.org.nz or admin at coast.org.nz and we'll send that out to you and you can fill that in and get, give your input that way which would be really helpful. All right, let me finish with the Apostle Paul's prayer and then his encouragement that is so, so very relevant for us today. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had so that no one so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ Amen I'm going to read that again that's a great prayer may the God who gives endurance and encouragement 
give you the same attitude and mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And then he goes straight on to say, Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. So Coast Vineyard, let's make every effort to do what leads to peace and let's enjoy the rest of the summer holidays and let's press into all the wonder and life that God has for us this year. We will see you soon. Well, thanks again for tuning in to today's message. We hope and pray that it's been most helpful. If you're keen to find out more about us as a church whānau, you're welcome to go to coast.org.nz or of course we'd love to meet you in person. We meet at 10am at Aurewa College on the beautiful Hibiscus Coast and you're more than welcome. Be blessed and have a great day.